Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Todd Feinberg. It's Todd Feinberg. Monday through Friday, 3 till 6 on WTIC News Talk 1080. News Talk. Yeah, Thursday afternoon, a beautiful late spring day in uh, mid-February. Tim calling from Hamden. Hello, Tim. Wait a sec. There you go. Talk, Tim. We're good. Timothy! Where did he go? That's not like Tim. Huh. I can't imagine such a thing. Let me see now. I'm having trouble with this thing. Okay, there we go. All right. I don't know what's going on, but we will um, com- coming up. We've got. Um, I'm trying to remember. Thomas Di Lorenzo is coming on. He's of the Austrian School of Economics and from the Mises Institute. Great credentials on small government and constitutional government, which is our major theme these days, as we continue to search for a way to save the state from the plunderers, from the robber barons of government. And these conversations, I think, are are going to allow us to build. You know, my goal is to start a third party, mostly because I view us as, as struggling with the fact that there isn't a second political party in the state of Connecticut. There's Democrats and then there's uh, mini-me Democrats. And the thing that we should be fighting for, the way we can be saved, is a return to the American roots of small government and the the um, limits on, on the growth of government that were in the Constitution. 860-522-9842. So that's coming up. But first, Mark Christopher is in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. How the road's looking today? Is everyone at the beach? It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah. This is warm weather music. Oh, it's so good to have springtime in February. 
We're going to talk to Thomas DiLorenzo now. He has been with us the last couple of weeks. He's a, a um, from the Austrian School of Economics, from the Mises Institute. Hello, Tom. Welcome back. Uh, the, glad to be with you there, Don. Todd. So tell Todd, us. Tell you, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Tell us uh, about um, economic cycles. I we hear this language all the time about about the cyclical economy, and and I'm not sure what it means or whether we should believe it. Well, there's nothing in, inherent about the economy that makes it cyclical. What what makes it cyclical is the Fed, the uh, the central bank, which creates has always created boom and bust cycles in the economy, uh, as they're called. That, that's why the economy is so volatile. In fact, uh, President Obama's uh, Chief economic advisor when he was president, uh, when when she was an academic, when she was a professor at Berkeley, her claim to fame as an academic was all these statistical studies showing that the economy was much more volatile in in America after the creation of the Fed in 1913 than before. And uh, you know, it, it, right from the very beginning, the the Fed, you know, putting the giving the government a monopoly over the money supply occurred in 1913. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, we had uh, a, a great depression of 1920. And if you, you know, well, the first thing they did was to finance World War One to a very large extent by printing money. And that created a boom during the war and after the war. But then the boom is sort of an artificial boom. It's based on uh, printing money. And People don't really have, uh, you know, the funds to, to go on forever buying more and more stuff. And eventually the bust occurs, and the bust occurred in the year 1920. And so right off from the very beginning, the very first few years, the Fed created a boom by printing the money and, and driving down interest rates just like it did with uh, before the crash of 08. And everybody thought, you know, things are going good after the war was over. Then the bus came, and the Great Depression of uh, 1920 for that year was worse than the first year of the Great, De the real Great Depression that everyone knows about mm -hmm. of the 1930s. And but the government responded to that by either doing nothing or cutting taxes, cutting spending, cutting borrowing. That was the traditional American way of dealing with uh, recessions and depressions. I'm sorry, it say it again. What was the traditional way? It did the opposite. What was the traditional way of dealing with re uh, recessions or depressions? Cutting taxes, cutting tariffs, cutting government spending, and, uh, and reducing borrowing, retrenchment, government retrenchment was the way uh, historically um, governments dealt with recessions. And the Hoover and Roosevelt were the very first to do the opposite, to deal with a, a, a very deep recession with massive government intervention. And the result was a 15-year-long Great Depression that didn't really end until World War II ended. Is this because, uh, Thomas, that there's something about the mission of the Fed that focuses on uh, a particular aspect of the economy and, and therefore is basically investing in a boomer bust cycle as opposed to doing a more rounded approach before the Fed? Well, it's classic, a classic example of how government operates. They create a problem, uh, meaning you know the boom and bust cycle. Mm -hmm. And then when, when the disaster occurs, they say, 
just give us more power and we will solve the problem. They never say the problem that we created. They leave those three words out. And so they get even more power and more money and so forth. And and they've been doing it over and over again. And and, and, uh, in the year 2000, you know, we had the dot-com bust in in the stock market. And Paul Krugman wrote in the New York Times at the time, I used to have this on my office door. He said, (laughs) what the Fed needs to do is create a bubble in the housing market. He said that in the year 2000. And it was like the Fed listened to him, and they did that. And, of course, that led to the great bust of 2008, the so-called Great Recession. And just over and over and over again, that's what the Fed does. And then on top of that, they blame it on capitalism. They say there's something mysteriously uh, wrong about um, economic freedom. It hurts people. Buying and selling on the free market, it creates all this instability. But it's the government that creates all this instability. We're talking to Thomas DiLorenzo. He's from the Mises Institute. So this sounds like, I mean, you mentioned this is what government always does, and it sounds universal. But one of the concerns I have is that by investing into the um, down market, and you said the opposite used to be the way we dealt with it. We, government would go into hiding and let the, the let the bad economy blow over, and now it invests into the bad economy. And, and my concern with this is that, well, it really popped up for me during COVID, that when the government was pouring all this money that didn't exist into COVID shutdowns, what they were effectively doing was anesthetizing voters from being mad at them for shutting things down and demanding a lifting of the shutdown. And they would argue, yeah, that's what we were doing because we were trying to protect people and keep them safe. But if there's no resistance to government plunder and government tampering, then how do we keep them honest? Uh, yeah, well, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't buy everybody off. All those thousands and thousands of people who lost their businesses and lost their life savings, along with it. Yes, but uh, there's no outrage over they that. Might, they might have been thrown a few crumbs, but they didn't. They weren't bought off. And they, they're hidden away, they though. Did. Those people, because so many people yeah. got checks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they did buy a lot of people off. That's that's you know they 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 extended unemployment insurance. Uh, you know, for many more months, and they increased the amount of pay, and they made it they made it uneconomical for a lot of lower income you know, uh, workers to to go to work, to go back to work, and, and they so they didn't, and that's why you know we saw for years after that, uh, you know, we've seen for years businesses having a hard time getting uh, employees at uh, you know all over the place and everywhere, and so they can't buy everybody off. But you know, another thing to keep in mind: if, if you were to look up just uh, Google. I get online and Google uh, incumbent congressional incumbent reelection rates. Mm-hmm. You'll see some statistics. You'll see these tables that over the past 60 years or so in the House of Representatives, the average rate is about 95 percent. Mm-hmm. They have the. It's not because we love our politicians. You take opinion polls, and they're like you know at the bottom of all people in society, but they have the system rigged. It's gerrymandered. And and they're they're able to spend all this money and buy votes, you know, with with taxpayers' money, so it's almost impossible for a challenger to break into Congress. Uh, and uh, and, the, and, the, and the Senate is almost the same. It's it's more like uh, eighty-five to ninety percent. Yeah. So the monopolies they the monopolies they really oppose are or don't oppose are the, are the ones that they hold over government. That's right. That's that's the biggest monopoly of all is government. And uh, when I used to explain this to my students, I used to 
you know, this is years ago. I don't. I didn't do it recently, but years ago, I remember uh, Congressman Barney Frank, who's up from up to your neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, he was on the front page of the Washington Post for a whole week, years and years ago, because his partner was running, apparently running a house of prostitution out of the basement of his townhouse in oh, um, that's Washington right. D.C. and and it had no effect at all. You know, he was, you know, he wasn't tainted with that at all. I mean, a normal person would think, oh my God, that's kind of a big scandal, isn't it? And uh, but no, as long as you, as long as you uh, can go to Congress and bring home the bacon, as they say, and get spending for your district, people don't care. I'm, I'm from Pennsylvania, and when I was uh, much younger, there was a congressman named Flood, uh, and who was very good at getting uh, subsidies for his district. He was one of the best. He had a lot of seniority. And he was convicted of a felony, and they had a Pennsylvania law at that time. Is that if you're under appeal, if you you know if you appeal the felony, you could still run for Congress. And he did, and he got elected. And I remember people being asked by news reporters, "How did you vote for this guy? He's been convicted of a felony." And they said, "Well, yeah, they're all a bunch of crooks, but he's our crook, and he's real good at it. And he, he brings us a lot of money back to the city. You know, he builds us, he gives money for bridges and libraries and all this." And so, so that's the, how the system works, and it always worked, it has worked for a long time. Well, that's how I feel about this this new guy from Long Island who they they act so appalled that there's a politician who lied to get into office, like like that's never happened before. <laughs> how, do, yeah, do, right. Do, yeah, yeah. We're talking to uh, Thomas D. Lorenzo from the Mises Institute. Do you see any? Uh, or do you have any feeling that we are getting to some kind of breaking point where? the the stresses created by the heavy hand of government on the economy and the plundering of so much money do you see us reaching some point of no return yeah well we're not venezuela you know we have a we have a, a tremendous uh, capitalist infrastructure the biggest in the world to fall back on but you can only fall back on it so much and uh you know I, i'm not a fortune teller and no one else is either uh, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're, the government seems to be uh, limitless now. And the Constitution is a dead letter as far as limiting anything the government does, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're in a very bad situation as, as far as that goes. And there's bound to be another bust. The Fed, the Fed uh, created the like I said the um, the boom and bust of 2008, and then it responded by doing more of the exact same thing. They just called it quantitative easing. It used to be called uh, expansionary monetary policy or inflation, mm-hmm. but they just and that's what they did. And so they've created. You know, now we've got more bubbles in housing all over the country. There's a bubble in the stock market, in my opinion, a bubble in the car market. Higher education has a has a big bubble in terms of price, and uh, no one can predict when these are all going to burst, but they will. And uh, and it's all primarily the cause of the Fed. It will because they always do. Is that what you're saying? Yes, they always do. And economics economics tells us um, that they do. I don't want to get into too many details for your audience about the economic theory of it all, but but that has been that has been the history of the Fed since 1913. Thomas D. Lorenzo, anything else you want us to know? <laughs> uh, yeah, read my book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Economics. It's a great name. What makes it politically incorrect? You mean because you 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 talk uh, you you talk in a way that people aren't supposed to talk anymore? Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of what goes on in economics is uh, is basically 
guide, guidelines for government planning and socialism. And, and that includes the academic economic profession, much of it, not all of it, of course. And so it's, it's written from a perspective of a free market economist like myself that debunks a lot of myths about uh, economics and economic policy. And it's written in plain language that any layperson can understand. And I have probably about 50 or 60 book recommendations sprinkled throughout. Uh, if, uh, if it piques your interest and you want to educate yourself a little more. And the theme of the book is uh, don't rely on the talking heads on TV or in the newspapers. Be your own economist. Educate yourself so that you're not bamboozled by, by government and government lies. Yeah, I love that idea. All right, Thomas DiLorenzo, thanks for being here, sir. Thanks for having me. Take care. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. 860-522-9842. That last recommendation, I think, well, that's across the board. It's our job to educate ourselves on everything they talk about and everything they do. And it's hard to become an expert on everything, but you don't have to become an expert. You have to become familiar. You have to do that over time because you can't do it all at once. But when you hear somebody say something, when you hear someone talking about monetary theory, for example, just um, go to the Internet and look it up. See what you can learn. By the way, this um, this new thing with intelligent search that Bing is doing and the chat GPT, you've heard of this? It's in the first attempt to get artificial intelligence doing some some interesting things for us, writing and and uh, searching in, in deeper ways and providing us more context when we search on the Internet. Uh, it's fascinating where this can help with self-education. There is a big revolution coming. So if you, if you want to learn things, go to ChatGPT and just ask a, a question, and it will, uh, it will answer for you. And what it does is it goes and, and looks up things and puts together uh, the story you want told. It will, it will tell. And it does this by scouring the Internet, finding things that match your search parameters, and then assembling a story for you based on your instructions. A good way to investigate things like monetary theory and um, learn about the two sides and the debate and all that. Or whatever you want to learn more about. That that whole revolution is um, is about to burst on us, and it's a very exciting time and a, a very uh, scary one. Once again, being brought to us by the internet. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Don't stress. Listen to the podcast at WTIC.com or on the free Odyssey app. Thursday, summertime, and the living is easy. That's how it. <laughs> that's how it feels. Tom and Cheshire. Hi, Tom. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Nothing much. Thanks for having me on. Uh, to get right to it, uh, you've been saying a lot today about being a capitalist, and I really appreciated a lot of the things that that Austrian economist had to say. But with mm-hmm. that in mind, I have a simple question for you. Yeah. Uh, as a capitalist, uh, when are you going to? Uh, openly support things, uh, abolishing things like government-funded education, police, roads, things like that. It all sounds good to me. I'd like to eliminate government altogether. Interesting. I don't hear that from a lot of uh, the more conservative-minded talk show hosts. But uh, with that in mind, where is the starting point to you? Well, the starting point to me, it's interesting you say that. The, I look at the Constitution and I say the, what the founders were trying to come to terms with was that government was untenable. And they created this complex Rube Goldberg kind of me- me- mechanism to, uh, to make sure that the power that they were putting into the government would be nullified to some extent by the other parts of the government. So it would be busy 
burning calories wrestling with itself rather than ruining our lives. But the government's figured out how to not wrestle with itself so much and instead focus on ruining our lives. So I see the starting point is getting people to understand what's right there in front of us in our founding documents, what's articulated so beautifully, and not to quibble over how small small government should be, but just start moving back in that direction. Interesting. I think I can appreciate that answer, I guess, to, uh, to follow it up. Do you believe that uh, if enough people, a critical mass of people, simply ignored government altogether, no taxes, no regulation following, none of that, do you think we could bring it down simply by treating it like it doesn't exist at all? Yeah, but um, then what would happen? Well, I'd imagine private uh, forces would take over. I'd, see, I'd like to see privatized roads and police and education and all the things I mentioned uh, initially. Yeah, I I think the way to do it is to get everybody conscious of what we are supposed to be and how you have a better life and, and how beautiful the American inspiration was that we were provided by the founders and start moving in that direction. So rather than to ignore the government, be hyper attentive to it and pressure every day uh, for the closing of, of big bureaucracies and the, the cutting of budgets and the returning of the economy to the people instead of in the hands of the plunderers. So in essence, you believe there is a political solution? Um, sure, because they will do what we tell them if we tell them. And the trouble is we've been silent, be, well, be, I guess because we're having too much fun uh, doing our thing and, and uh, being conned by them over the long term so we don't realize What's happened? That's my take on it, Tom. Thank you for the call. It's an intriguing call. 860-522-9842. How about a look at the roads? The BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. There's Mark Christopher. Hey, Mark. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah. Thanks for being here. 860-522-9842. Nine eight four two. Kim's calling from Cromwell. Hello there, Kim. Well, I had a um, interesting experience at the Capitol yesterday, testifying, waiting around for eight hours. Wow. Um, just to testify for three minutes, and um, trying to fight the climate police, which um, has a potential of coming down on a certain bill, given the likes of the Democrats. Um, In light of what Kathy Flattery said, I think one of the observations that I have why our process no longer works is you have too many bills, and um, they put a whole bunch in the hearings, and you have all these people testifying, how does any of this literature get read in completion in such a short time? And um, to her point, as she said, she would like to have a longer discussion on something because, indeed, the public, you learn a lot there. You, the, they do educate these You learn a lot mm-hmm. there. But it, unfortunately, three minutes is an injustice. And she wishes that these people were more open to sitting down with some people who who really want to educate. And it's not about ranting and raving. Um, 
No, so, because know, I did get how would like, they know if they're not talking to people who are affected by legislation? They that's sort of what we were talking about. What I was talking about with Kathy today is that the process is a defensive one where they've they've got to try to figure out how to how to manage this a particular piece of legislation and every extra word of input they get is an extra burden on them. I think that's how they come to view it. It's it's really lousy. Now, I did have Senator Piscopo track me down on the way out because he knew I hit a home run and gave them something to think about that they indeed will be coming for your furnace and stove. Um, there because the idea is if, like, the president declares an emergency, they can easily collude with utility companies to black out neighborhoods or towns of electricity, say, during a heat wave. Mm-hmm. And I had a concern. And I said, I know you people. You will go to the voters' registration list. And if it's a Republican town, you will probably collude to block that out. This is tyranny. Um, And usually when you have a divisive topic like this, your opposite side will not probe questions. And as Mm -hmm. Kathy indicated, what you want to have happen is engagement there. And I was really only to engage the two Republican senators, and I did get one question from the chairman when I told him um, how I have had to deal with censorship, not being able to get an op-ed into any kind of uh, written press. And, and he was surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, but in dealing with, you know, some of the other people I met along the way, um, you, you know, they indicated to me, they said, you should teach a class up here, one of the rooms. And he says, oh, they do that? He says, yes, they do open up rooms, you know, when it's not busy to do that. And I may do that because I'm trying to educate people on the topic so that it's not one-sided and even with somebody, one other person in my field there, the forecaster from Channel 8. And she said, you know, Kim, I've been invited to forums And she says, I won't go because it's a one-page narrative, and it does not allow for any of the opinions or science that is going on. So you're saying they they really only allow one side. That's got to be frustrating. Thank you for that, Kim. Interesting stuff. 860-522-9842. Who's that in Southington? Oh, no, Farmington. Hi, you're on WTIC. You're on the air. Who's this? Oh, Joe Grasso. Hello, Joe. I have a problem with the with that government. It's the government of the people, by the people, for the people, and that's laudable. But you know, you, you, it'll never work unless you everybody plays by the rule of law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how do you keep people following the rules when they get the opportunity to uh, separate themselves you, from the rules? By being honest. In, when you, when you, when you have to take action on an act, you, yeah, but you, but, you but true Joe, representation the, of the people rather than self representation of the provider. 
the government is so big now, the amount of money involved, the vested interests that they're managing, it, it feels to me that because of the size that bureaucratic government has become, that we don't actually have representatives representing us anymore. They're representing the special interests they need to take care of and satisfy in order that they can hold. But, but unless continue. you have representatives, you're not going to have this government functioning as, as intended. That's true. I think you're right. Thank you for that, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I. That's a good point. George St. Louis. Hi, George. Hi, Todd. Um, to say that the, the the waters will rise seven feet in eighty years is nonsense. It's hysteria. For one thing, there's something called entropy and thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. It's randomness in, in a any kind of a uh, environmental system they cannot predict the randomness of a of, of a system uh, and and secondly there's two two areas one is an open system in thermodynamics and a closed system which you can predict and and measure in, in thermodynamics uh, the thermodynamics this is an open system the, the environment is an open system, and you cannot predict or measure um, heat pressure, uh, any any of the performances of uh, of, of the environment. So, over, what does over, over what does that time. mean that it's an open system that it's not linear? That that it's uh, unmeasurable because it, it doesn't follow patterns. You can't say it's that just what box. happened. It's not a boxed-in, controlled environment that's measurable. I guess mm-hmm. that's the best way to put it. Okay. And also, there's something called uh, Todd Maxwell equations mm-hmm. that uh, that, uh, that uh, if you take temperature, pressure, um, and, and put it into this particular matrix, it's unpredictable. You cannot predict the flow of like um, uh, water. You cannot predict the flow of wind um, in, in, a, in an Maxwell equation over over any any amount of time. So this is all nonsense. This is all hysteria. Mm-hmm. This is not science. Well, we list, should but we shouldn't be surprised by that, George. That's uh, you know that's their approach to most stuff is just to uh, to talk a lot of drivel that that works for them. If you've been trying to get through, give a call back. Uh, we haven't been able to keep up with all the calls. 860-522-9842. Call in a rant. 860-751-4698. We'll do the rants in about uh, 15, 20 minutes. And we'll take calls through the whole rant situation. Then in about um, 50 minutes, Reese on the radio will be here. And that's the lay of the land as we work our way through the afternoon. So this, um, it's interesting with the climate change. It doesn't matter really what piece you focus on or what, what Kim was talking about in terms of going to speak to the legislature. And, and the conversation we had during the first hour with Kathy Flaherty, the, uh, the, um, the impression she created was that government is too packed with too many agenda items to work through for them to actually get into the subtleties of 
how their laws impact people and how their bureaucracies impact people. And then we heard that from Kim. She went to testify. And they, she waited eight hours to do three minutes. And what kind of impact can you have with a three-minute statement? That, that A three-minute limit is a way to make sure you can't impact them, isn't it? It's fascinating. And then George is talking about the climate thing. And these are, these are top-down. The problem with the climate is it's all top-down. It's all anti-democratic. They spend a lot of time talking about how much they care about democratic principles. But the entirety of electric cars, of getting us off of fossil fuels, of forcing uh, uh, us not to do the one thing that would, that would mitigate climate change, if you believe their theories, if they believed their theories, wouldn't they be doing nuclear power? Because nuclear generated energy is the only clean energy there is in terms of climate change but they jam these things through our throats top down it's got to be windmills it's got to be solar panels why and why the lust for anti-democratic solutions to things electric cars never going to work the electric grid how does the electric grid which is faltering already how is the electric grid going to handle all of the demand they want to place on it? You know their plan is to get, to have everyone do everything by off of the electric grid. That's what they want us doing. Top down, anti-democratic. Why? Well, that's everyone's goal, I guess, is to get control of the government and just be able to do what they want. So the Democrats who claim to care about democratic principles and are named after the notion of democratic principles, which is that the market should decide. That's what democratic principles are, a political manifestation of the marketplace. The idea in having an electoral-style system and having laws passed by elected representatives who consider the best interests of all the people, not just their favorite voters. The whole idea is to have a market, not a monopoly, not a fake market, not a rigged system, the way Bernie Sanders told us our system is rigged. Isn't that interesting that Bernie Sanders, the socialist, the communist, the guy who loved the Soviet Union, went there on his honeymoon. He's the one who told us we've got a rigged system. Took the communists to do it. 860-522-9842. It's all so fascinating what we're going through, and it's all so, well, it's all so predictable, I guess, because we have become such a big, powerful economic force that why wouldn't they figure out a way to hack it so they could control disproportionate amounts of the money? That's where we are right now. Listen to this from Joe Biden today. He had a balloon press conference. Listen to this. I want to be clear. He wants to be clear, first of all, and then he's not going to be clear, except that, well, listen. I want to be clear. We don't have any evidence that there has been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky. We're now just seeing more of them 
partially because the steps we've taken to increase our radars, to narrow our radars. They've adjusted the radar so they can see balloons. In other words, they had the radar adjusted before to ignore balloons. So the reason they say that the American government had no idea in the post-9-11 era that there were balloons the size of three school buses flying over our heads was because they weren't looking for those. They were de deliberately pointing the equipment in another direction. And now they've retuned it to include looking for balloons. Why would they have not been looking for balloons when it would be so easy to use the uh, balloon to attack the country? We just learn new stuff every day that should make us way more suspicious of our very suspicious government. Every day we learn. So we have to be thankful, I think, at least with how obvious people like Joe Biden are in fomenting distrust of government because they don't have a consistent message and he's so clearly scrambling to make up a narrative that that makes it look like the government isn't completely incompetent or just utterly committed to not telling the truth about anything. 860-522-9842. Phone in or rant. 860-751-4698. Let's get ourselves a little traffic update. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher, what's going on, sir? <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.